good afternoon, uh, everybody, or morning, wherever time you listen to this. Um, this conversation um, that we're going to have, uh, while it's going to be very brief, I was reading something earlier that just really spoke to my heart. Um, the Lord led me to this story um, about David and his rise in Israel as a young man. And the thing that was so striking to me about this story, if you guys don't know the story of David, he was anointed as king at a young age. He was the defeater of Goliath. And when I was reading the story of how he walked out to the battlefield, David was a guy that was just bringing food and water to people, <laughs> as funny as it may sound. Everybody in the army of Israel was terrified of Goliath, but they were all still fighting wars against their enemies. But whenever this man would come out and said he did this for 40 days, he would taunt them, make fun of them. When David came out to the battlefield, something interesting happened. He so happened to witness the event. And when he saw it, the Bible made it clear that he was only but a youth. He was a young man. But when he saw this happening, he said, who is this man disrespecting God's army? He was really confused as to how could such a person so boldly speak out against and war against God's people and nobody do anything about it. So they told him that, well, you know, Saul is going to give a reward to the man who kills him. And after all of these 40 days, the first and only person to truly step up to the challenge or to the plate was David. Now, the thing that's interesting to me it's not so much that David stepped up to the plate. It was the reason why he did it. When they asked him, you're but a youth, and this man has been a warrior since his youth. Why would you fight against somebody like this? Why would you war against this person? Why would you think that you've been able to win this battle? And David, the shepherd boy, who was meant to keep sheep, and mind you, he was a boy, they made that very clear. He was fighting against a grown man. This dude had absolute callousness about the human ability to do anything against his God. And when they had asked him, why did he choose to fight Goliath? knowing his status, his position, where he's coming from. His response was so profound. David said that I'm fighting Goliath, or rather this guy is nothing to me because one time I was trapped by a lion. He tried to destroy my property, but yet God gave me strength to overcome him. He said, another time, I was trapped by a bear. And in paraphrasing, <laughs> he said, I grabbed him by his chin and I destroyed him. 
can be said another time, I was attacked by a tiger. And he said, God gave me strength to overcome them. And the thing that was most interesting is that David said, this Philistine is no different than these. Because the same God who delivered me from those will also too deliver me from this. The most profound thing about David's approach, it wasn't so much that he saw Goliath as a defeatable enemy to man. He knew that Israel couldn't do it. His boast, his bet, his weight, everything that he put himself on by faith wasn't God's ability. And when I was listening to this, I really started to picture what this would look like in real life. Like, could you imagine being on the battlefield? And mind you, you're not even a warrior. You're untrained. You keep sheep and you bring people food and water. But you're on the battlefield. You're fighting against a man who's killed thousands of people. He's about nine, 10 feet tall. He's a grown man. And this is real war with swords and armor and spears, all types of stuff. <laughs> and you come out there <laughs> with a slingshot and a stone. Most people would cripple in fear, even if they had the greatest artillery or weapons known to man at that time. But David didn't. See, when David was chosen as king at a young age, and this was unbeknownst to most, because even though Saul had David by his side and he was with David, it wasn't until later to us Saul acknowledged that David was truly the king. But the reason, the, the reason or the mindset behind him being chosen king, when they went down the line to Samuel, when he went down the line to choose people, God told Samuel something that was so profound that even to this day, most of us in this world will not recognize it. He said, I do not see man as you see them. I look at the heart. And when I look at scripture, I see so many people who were lost, who were broken, who were weak, who were strong, who lacked, who had. Everything about them when it came to this world was abnormal, out of the ordinary rejected, dilapidated. But yet God says he looks at the heart of man. And as I wrap this up, I think that these moments that we look at when we see David's heart reflected 
throughout his journey, the one part that I read earlier, and it wasn't just his heart being reflected in Goliath because then we saw a heart of absolute faith and trust in God's ability. He didn't go out there with a slingshot and a stone because he believed that it was powerful or that he was powerful. He came out there in the name of the Lord because he knew who was fighting for him. He was just bold enough to stand up and believe that. When I was reading the scripture earlier, I saw David's heart in a very different way. Saul was seeking to kill David every chance that he got. He wanted to trap him, destroy him, kill him, defame him, all types of stuff. Not only did David keep his own people and others from killing or destroying Saul, he also kept them from speaking against him. He even said himself, I will not touch God's anointed. It don't matter where he's at or what he's done. It wasn't something that he himself would do because of his love and his reverence for God. And they were in the cave one day, David and his men. Saul was seeking their life to kill them. Saul decided to come in the same cave at the entrance and he's sitting there, just relaxing. He falls asleep. One of David's messengers come to him and say, Saul is here. He's in the front of the cave. He says, this is your chance and your opportunity to go avenge and kill the man who's been killing you. When David walked up, he knew it was his opportunity, his chance. But because of his love, his grace, his mercy, his reverence, he grabbed Saul's cloak, the bottom of it, and he cut a small piece off. And he held the piece. When Saul got up, Saul left the cave. And David came behind him. And he said, why are you trying to kill me? Why are you doing these things to me? But then he holds the piece up and he shows it to Saul. And he says, this whole time, I could have taken your life. But yet I chose not to. I chose to show grace and mercy, even in the midst of you doing me evil. And you notice Saul's response. Saul weeped and he cried. He knew it was David. And he said, I know for sure now that you are truly the king of Israel and that the Lord will greatly reward you. The reason why I'm talking about this is because as people go throughout battles in life, whether they be big or small, God gives you a different level of favor even amongst your enemies when you honor him by showing them grace and mercy in the midst of the storm but also God gives you a different level of strength when you honor him by standing up to fight against the giants that no one else wants to face most beautiful thing about David even in all of his victories it wasn't his fighting ability it wasn't that he was handsome or 
wise, but that he was smart. He embodied what we would call a sparrow, a person who depended upon God for all, and he truly entrusted his heart to his creator and also his creator's ability to protect him, to favor him, and to do exactly what he had spoken. And as you listen, I want to encourage you today. Pray that God gives you David's heart.